got to think of a way to get this money by tomorrow. Huh? I got to think of a way to get, huh? I got to think of a way to get this money by tomorrow. The Black Aristocrats Podcast. Come grab you a bowl of this informative gumbo. It was smokable. And then we'll smoke a ball. New episode every Friday. Payday for some, and it ain't payday for others. But shots out everybody getting paid every day. Black aristocrat shit. This is the Black Aristocrats Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. We ain't here for another one, people. We ain't here for another one. Now, now y'all know it's payday for some, and it ain't payday for others. But, shouts out to everybody getting paid every day, black aristocrat shit, man. And you know, it's another special episode. Once again, like I always say, shouts out to Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to all women. You know they run the world. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm a firm supporter of all women, because I appreciate everything y'all do. Now, we got a special guest on the show today, you dig, and special, special guest because a good friend of mine, man, this is his wife, and she does a very, very uh, great thing that me being a, from Louisiana, sportsman paradise, you know what I'm saying, we like to do it, and um, you know, that's, that's her expertise, man, so man, welcome to the show, man, we got Gabby from Lady Luck Adventures, what up, what up, what up? Thanks for having me, man. Hey, man, appreciate you coming along, man. Um, got a lot to break down, man, but we're going to start with what is it exactly that you do? So I am a fishing guide. That's kind of the title I put on myself. Um, but basically, I'm an owner-operator of a inshore, nearshore fishing charter. Hold on, stop, stop the track, stop the track, stop the track, stop the track. She said owner that's real big, you feel me? Because that's what we preach at the Black Aristocrat shit, man. We said she said owner all caps. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Talk <laughs> yeah, shit. you know, and that's that's kind of funny when it comes to like being the. I am the only female in the inshore nearshore guide fleet, um, and so a lot of people always ask me like, "Oh yeah, so uh, who owns your boat?" Well, it is my company. And um, I am the sole captain slash guide. Straight up. Okay. And the name of your boat is Lady Luck. Where did Lady Luck come from? Lady Luck. Well, Lady Luck Adventures is what my business is called. So actually, um, nothing real special. I was just think trying to think of names, coming up with stuff. High tides. I mean, every name in the book is really taken when it comes to fishing boats. So, mm -hmm. really, I had a list of lists of names, and John and I weren't really filling any of them. But we meditated one night, and it just came to me. And I was like, "Lady Luck." I mean, that's kind of cool because Lady Luck will always be on the boat. That was kind of my reasoning behind it, and then it just stuck, and now it's rolling. I mean, I feel like it's big too, especially. Um, with me actually being out there with you on the water and seeing how you do your thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Lady Luck is is real significant and big to how you do your thing, you know what I'm saying? And and like you said, you know, kind of being like one of the only women out there on the water, you know what I'm saying? I, I know whether it's visible or not, you, you had to face a lot of challenges with that, you know? Um, how, how did you overcome those and, and basically 
before you answer, how did you overcome those? Um, were you able to actually identify that, like those challenges, whether they was good or bad, like coming from like a, a, a woman's perspective? Well, first, before I even answer that question, let me shout out to the other women captains out there, because I'm the only inshore, nearshore captain, but there are a few that do the offshore boats, the big blue water boats. There's a female captain that runs a sailboat, so shouts out to them. Straight up. Shouts out to y'all. But aside from that, honestly, like, just getting in the door, I didn't really have any issues, like, that were visible to me, you know? I mean, I just kind of went about it the, hey, I just want some some experience, some knowledge. I'm just, I'm new to this. You know, I fished my whole life. I've always been on boats, but when I really wanted to get my captain's license and everything, I was just very transparent with, you know, guys who were hiring me and they appreciated that. And so um, I just grinded. I mean, I always, I always did feel like I had to grind a little harder than the guys on the boats, you know, when I was a deckhand and then moving up to second mate and all that stuff. But as far as like, actually starting the business i mean anybody can run a fishing charter which could be good or bad so nothing there was no like real speed bumps that stopped me or put a hitch in my plans the main thing is just you know like chitter chatter and you know other guys being like oh she's not gonna last or whatever but they would never say that to my face so yeah i, I had no issues yeah. with it you know because I mean, what listen, they say behind closed doors <laughs> didn't really affect me and that was really the only the only thing I could say that. But I don't think, listen, I don't think people really understand how much not only confidence, but, but strength you got to have being out there on those waters. First of all, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you controlling this big boat. You feel me? Second of all, not only are you in control of your life, but you're in control of other people's lives as well. You feel me? And then third, when you break down the real, real, uh, 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 detail shit of it, man. Listen, you out there fighting big ass fish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they wear you out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I said, real. I see you do your thing, man. And like I'm, you feel me? Like you do your thing, and I'm fight. I'm fighting. I'm sweating. My back hurting. You know what I'm saying? And you just get up there, and you just make it look easy. You know, and and I feel like that's the beauty that a lot of people don't see but need to see and especially when it coming from a woman's perspective you know what i'm saying like i feel like that's awesome you know like if y'all really want to know like what it sound like you know what i'm saying <laughs> this what it sound like your line ain't making that pr you on the wrong fishing charter man this what it sound like man you feel me like you got to hear that line man that line just takes off you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what it sound like, y'all. When you're on the Lady Luck Adventure Charter, this is what it sound like. He whipping me. Come on, bro. He whipping you right now. Let's go. Get him up. I need to see some color. This is this is what it sound like. When you got a big fish on the line. You know what I'm saying? It was whipping me, y'all. When I say whipping me, it was whipping, you, it was whipping me, y'all. You know what I'm saying? And just to see her do her thing so flawlessly, man, like, once again, we got to big up all the women, you know what I'm saying, that that do this shit, you know? So um, back to it, man. But what attracts you most about these waters? About our waters in particular? Yeah, especially Florida. Destin, Florida, what, what really got me to come back here because you know, I did a little bit of traveling was there's just so much opportunity, whether it comes, like I said, I do inshore and nearshore. So, you know, 
I run a bay boat, so I don't go out. If it's over two foot seas, I don't go out. It's just too much. It's a little too rough. It's uncomfortable. You know, a lot of people aren't really used to the waves. So, but the fact that Destin has inshore and offshore. So if it's too rough offshore, we could stay inshore and fish the flats for redfish and trout, flounder, sheephead. I mean, tons of other things. And so just the versatility and the like plethora of ways to fish and types of fish to catch and different waters to fish. That was really what, that's my favorite part about this water, the waters in Destin. Oh uh, yeah, I like it. I you like can it. sight fish redfish on the beach. You can go bottom fishing, catching snapper, amberjack, or you can go in the back bays and just catch, you know, slot size redfish, trout, sheephead, and things like that. And enjoy the view. The versatility. I like it. I like it. I like it. So if, if you had to pick, like, what do you enjoy the most? Fishing, snorkeling, or like just water sports? Um, that's kind of a redundant question, I think. You think so? Why what you mean? Like <laughs> I right, mean so fishing I like, fishing I like, is a sport. I see what course. you're saying. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't call snorkeling a sport. Answer. You should know my answer. I don't. I don't. I don't. One hundred percent, it's gonna be fishing. I, I had sure. to, okay. I like it. I had to ask that <laughs> though. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel you. No, I really, I do enjoy snorkeling. But would lot. you call it a sport? Let the debate begin. Hmm. Well, don't say it's professional snorkelers. Snorkeling, no. But if you're like free diving and you're spear fishing, absolutely, that is another animal. I don't know. Like I give those guys who are spear fishermen, especially in certain areas where you can only use a Hawaiian sling, they are amazing. I don't know how they do it, but it's dope. You're in, I mean, you're in their environment. You can't breathe. You can't move like them. You know, it's a whole another animal that, that spear fishing. So, and, and you snorkel spear fishing, right? Or do some people just, when you say free dive, that's without the snorkel, right? Free diving is just a snorkel. So like here you can use tanks to spearfish, but like in the Bahamas and certain other areas, you can't use tanks and you can't use spear guns. You can only use a Hawaiian sling. So then you're snorkeling. So you're holding your breath. I mean, that's to me, that's gangster. That's as gangster as it gets. Hell yeah. To do all that underwater. Like most people panic being on there for 10 seconds and they can't find a way out. Just imagine going deeper and chasing the fish. I'm yeah. telling you, I got we got some buddies who go down and go down 40, 50 feet. That's crazy. Go down there under rocks with with flashlights looking for grouper. Then they spear them. Then they fight them. I just I watch the video. I try to hold my breath. Yeah. While they're while I'm watching the video. Yeah, that's impossible. a good technique. That's a good impossible. technique to try. So so you did mention the Bahamas. Um, let's talk about your stay in the Bahamas. Um, how was the fishing in the Bahamas? Um, different compared to the fishing out here? Well, I'll start by saying there a little similarity is that there is kind of inshore fishing and there's offshore fishing, but it is completely different. Um, the inshore fishing there is mainly just flats fishing for bonefish. Um, you can go back in the creeks and you can find some snappers here and there, but it's mainly bone fishing. That's, that's the king of the Bahamas. And then you go offshore, a couple miles offshore, not even, you're into the big game fish, you're into wahoo, mahi-mahi, yellowfin tuna, a couple billfish, not too many, but um, 
but yeah, that's where that's where it's different. There's bottom fish in there too, but for like yellowtail snapper, Nassau grouper, stuff like that. But so, um, the bone fishing is fly fishing, which is which is another pretty significant difference. Is it? Is is it? Is, I'm sure it's tough, just like spear fishing and all the others, right? Oh yeah, it's the toughest. It's that's why it's the best. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I it's bet. super difficult. That's, that's what I'm saying. People don't understand. Like once you playing in them waters, man, like you gotta be seasoned to do this. Can't anybody just do this shit? You know what I'm saying? And then like you say, when you staying in the Bahamas and you living off the land, that's a whole different animal versus our spoiled ass out here. We jump in the boat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We might have the best of the best technology. You know what I'm saying? The cheat sheet of everything. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's another arsenal that you have in your in, in your backpack. You know what I'm saying? Like, you did mention versatility. I, I like to place you in that category, too, because, you know what I'm saying, you staying out there in the Bahamas, I'm sure you had to adapt to a lot of those ways. So it, it, it gave you the experience to, to make you, I'm, I'm guessing, a better fisherman. You feel oh, me? Oh, yeah, so, I love that place. So, um, and actually, that's where I started uh, working on boats, like, officially employed on boats um was in the bahamas working on navy boats so that you know i cherish that place and for a lot of reasons but you know just the experience i got working on you know navy boats and i was on a 110 foot big steel um torpedo retrieval boat and it that's where i learned a lot of like and like you said previously like safety is number one for me and, you know, I take that real serious when I have clients on board, like, and I, you know, I really do cherish that time in the Bahamas because I learned so much from, from my captains and my mates up there. Cause we did, you know, it was real, it was real deal. And they really taught us a lot. And, you know, you had to go to training and do all kinds of stuff. So I, I take that type of stuff serious. And, and that's one reason why I did, I love the Bahamas and, and my time there. Hell yeah. So if you had to, would you go back and stay for good? Because, you know, at a time like this, you know, with everything going on, the pandemic, if we all had a chance to just go somewhere, <laughs> you headed to the I'd Bahamas? I'd probably think about moving back to the Bahamas at least five times a month. <laughs> 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 no, I love it here, but it's, 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 a different, it's a different way of life, man. It's super, super simple. It's, um, it makes you just realize, like, what you do and don't need just to be fulfilled and be happy and um I love having everything here and you know we're we're by our family and everything but believe me we're going to have a house in Andros Bahamas before the end of this and we will be semi residents there. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. I like it. I like it. So um speaking of of the pandemic and everything like how has that impacted your business? Oh man, tremendously. It has pretty much put a complete stop to the business. Um you know, we we live off of tourists, so there's no tourists. I mean, they're not even allowed to come if they wanted to. You know, the vacation rentals are shut down. The beaches shut down. At the beginning of it, um, I had a few people who, like, had their vacations canceled, so they decided to just drive down here from, like, Tennessee area. But um, once everything started getting a little more serious and then once they shut the beaches down, it was a wrap. So, yeah, I mean, my business and – all the guides out here are pretty much at a standstill right now. We're just trying to find a way, you know. Um, I've been offering, like, local discounts, trying to get people on the weekend. So we'll see. But, yes, yeah, at a standstill for, as far as business goes. But 
I try to keep a positive mind with everything and this whole pandemic is kind of crazy. You don't really know what's going to happen or what is happening. Yeah, that's crazy. But on the conservation side of it, I'm not happy. We're not fishing, but the fishery is going to be very happy. You know, a hundred guides aren't going out and killing fish twice a day, Mm. just, you know, every day. Mm. So I think the conservation side, if this thing lasted through the whole summer, and all of us were really put out of business how we are now. Man, the fishery's gonna gonna do great for you know, the conservation side is that's great. Yeah. Fish gonna be jumping out the water. For real, for real. Straight <laughs> I up. I hope jumping out the gym, for real, for real. That's what's up. So like um, like you said, you mentioned uncertain the uncertainty of it, especially with this pandemic going on. Um any like permanent future things you see you see that could happen as far as everybody making their transition like like when i say that i mean like do you see okay well now they're going to have more regulations and stipulations as far as tourists coming here and jumping on these charters you know a lot of people ain't with all them rules and regulations they rather just not deal with it at all you know what i'm saying versus go through that shit i feel like just right. the the small things like that could really hurt the business as well. And and, and and that goes back to us saying the uncertainty of things. Like, you don't know how this shit is going to change the whole world whenever this shit is done, if it ever will be. And that's kind of the, the sketchy part is, like, you really don't know what's going to come of it. Um, I would say, and maybe this is just hopeful thinking that not, not much changes for me. And, um, you know, my area with mm-hmm. the with the smaller boats, because we usually only take out up to six people. Mm-hmm. But there are the bigger boats who like the party boats, they take 40, 50, 60 people. They have, you know, they have to go back. They have to go down to 10 people, which is crazy. So they have to raise their prices significantly per person because that's how they charge. Um, so, man, I don't know. I hope things go back to normal. But it's, it's hard to say. It's hard to even guess that that's what's going to happen. You know, with everything, you go into Publix and it's like, oh, 80% of people got masks on. It's just weird to yeah. see. You know, it's a weird time. It's yeah. a weird place. Yeah, I ain't with the mask, man. I be, you know, I be seeing the mask pictures on social. Like you said, you go in the stores, everybody got a mask. I'm like, damn, I hope this ain't the new norm because I, I ain't feeling it. I ain't feeling it uh-huh. at all. You, man, you can't even have a connection with somebody. You know, like I, I like to make eye contact with everybody I pass and give a little smile. Yeah. You can't even do that, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah, for real. But so. I'm not going to lie. I was in Publix the other day, and I felt real bad. I didn't have a mask on. Oh, and public shaming. It's public shaming. I oh, twice. Oh, my Lord. I know they was looking at you. I know, I know they was looking at you like, oh, and she ain't got a mask on. Oh man! Oh my god! I was like, dang, I should have had my mask. Oh my god! Listen, (laughs) yeah, that's how it's gonna be, and just that alone could like rise the tension. You know what I'm saying around the whole world? Like that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of things that go on with this shit that just make it so scary. But um, how has the fishing community? Like, do y'all, did they, you see people like come together as far as spreading the tours, the tours out? Like, hey, I got eight tours. I can give one or two to a couple of y'all. Like, or just everybody just like, man, I'm trying to get me. You feel Yeah, me? nobody has any trips. Yeah. Okay. There, There's none to share. Uh, it's a bad time, honestly, for all fishing guides because 
we thrive off of March to November. I mean, that's where our money comes spring to fall. November through February is like dead. I mean, completely dead. You, you'll you get a trip maybe here or there, but you gotta, I mean, that's what we do. So all winter, you know, we'll save in the summer to get by in the winter, but then, you know, we're looking out the tunnel, like, especially when it hits January, February, we're like, come on March, we need these spring breakers. You know, funds are getting low. It's getting tight. Yeah. But but March is right around a corner and that's yeah. when you know hey we're back at it and we yeah. get to do what we love again and so it's, it's it's just the timing with everything I mean it's really hurting it's really hurting our community and there I don't as far as coming together like yeah there's nothing to go around I mean you know we, we've all been still fishing to get some food and yeah, hanging out real. and you know just checking in on each other but yeah it's crazy man I mean people are having to go start get get some jobs Go, go work at Lowe's because Lowe's or Publix, you know, it's, it is kind of crazy to see. I just, fingers crossed, it, does, it doesn't last too long. But, yeah, we're just checking on each other, honestly. That's all we just can do, right? Hell, yeah, at a time like this. So so what's your favorite fish to catch? When I say catch, that mean like put up a fight. You love it. It's entertaining. What's your favorite fish to eat? And what is the fish that you just absolute hate? So my favorite fish to catch is a bonefish. I love that fish, okay. man. <laughs> um, and the reason why is because it's hard. It's it's difficult. You know, you have to catch it on a fly rod. You don't have to catch it on a fly rod, but that's the best way to catch it because they're super spooky. You're fishing in super shallow water that's crystal clear. Um, so you throw a regular lure at them or a bait, they're going to hear it hit the surface. So... That's my favorite fish to catch. I mean, they're pound for pound. They fight. They run. They give you a, a run. But that I think the part I love about it so much isn't even the fight. It's just, like, the environment you're in because it's gorgeous. One, you're in super shallow water. There's usually – I mean, when I'm bone fishing, it's an andro, so there's nobody around. Yeah. And it's, like, it's almost, it's almost like meditative – like a little meditative state for me because you're hunting you don't even cast until you see a fish and so the whole time you're just focused scanning the water scanning scanning everything you see you see you know a little ripple in the water well what's that something's moving over there you know you see a shadow moving what's that okay instincts sometimes their tail comes out the water so it's like i think the reason why i like that fishing so much is because you're, you have no choice but to be completely focused on your task. Like yeah. if you, if you're dozing off or like not paying attention, you'll miss the fish, and that could be the only fish you got a shot at all day. So for real, and ladies and a, gentlemen, she does this. Like it's all about instincts, and that's one of the experiences that you're gonna get when you go on her tour guide with her. Like I'm telling you, like it's awesome, man. Like I took my baby fishing, and um, it was her first time fishing ever. And um, like especially going out on the water, so um, like she was a little nervous, but um, man, she just seen Gabby do her thing, man, and and she opened up. She had a bomb ass time, and, and actually, I was surprised because soon as we got in the truck, she was like, "Man, we gotta do that shit again," you know what That's I'm saying? Right. And um, man, it was fun, man. So um, like I got videos and everything, man. I I won't, you know, I'm gonna load them, I'm gonna upload them so everybody can see, man. But like I'm telling y'all, like. 
The vibe is cool. Y'all going to have a great time. You know what I'm saying? And not only is y'all going to get that, like, VIP service and treatment, but, like, once again, you're going to have a good-ass time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and And when I say a good-ass time, it doesn't matter if you catch fish or not. You're going to have a great experience. Your line is going to be jumping. And if y'all <laughs> didn't hear me before, your line, your fishing line is going to make that PR. If it don't make that PR, man, you on the wrong goddamn boat, man. Let's go. Listen, listen. I don't see. He whipping me. Come on, hey. he whipping you right now. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? I need to see some color. Never a dull moment, man. You hear? You hear coaching me the whole time? Every step of the way. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you so almost like, lost him. I did. I did. And Trying you know, to catch a break. Exactly. You feel me? There's no breaks. <laughs> oh, it ain't no breaks. It ain't no breaks. It ain't no breaks. You feel me? But that's the experience and that's the time that y'all going to have out there, man, when you when you on the Lady Luck Charter, man. So, you know, um, it's, it's fun, man. I just, like, at times I just sat back and seen her do her thing. And I was calling the sensei because she, she like a sensei out there. She do her shit. You feel me? So thank you once again, man, for everything you do, man. Everything. And you know, and that's big because we like to big up women. Like I said, y'all run the world. So um uh could you talk about like empowering women a little bit, coming from like your perspective? Because um, you know, like on your social and everything, like you know, you get together with the girls and y'all running and y'all on some positive-ish, you know, y'all um Y'all meditate and all that, man, and that's big. And I feel like those are the vibes that need to get spread around, you know what I'm saying, to to, to do our part. Nobody's perfect. We can't make the world a better place. But if everybody do their part, some kind of synchronization is going to happen, you feel me? And everybody can just have that zen, you feel me? So uh, could, you, could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, man. Um, as far as, like, you know, our little girl group and stuff, it's just about building a community that's, that is positive, that's motivating that you have, you know, someone to hold you accountable. So basically what we just do is we get together and we talk about life and we, at the end of it, we say, okay, how can we get better? What can we do this month to get better? And we'll set a few goals and um, yeah, it's kind of like an accountability thing. But at the same time, it's just a community. If somebody's going through a hard time, you know, we're there to lift them up and vice versa. So it's just about being better. And, you know, I, I preach positivity and, and meditation. I love meditation, yoga, anything. It's just, it's growth, man. I mean, I'm only 30 years old, but I've, what I've seen in this life is like, you got to have good people around you. You've got to have the good vibes going. And that translates on the boat too, because like you said, you can only control so much as a captain. Yes. I fish for a living, but sometimes the fish do not cooperate like they're supposed to. You got everything lined up. You got it figured out and they hit you with the curve, but we gonna have a good time, right? Because that's what it's all about. The whole fishing is about an experience and, and going out and having fun and having a good time. And that's, that's like everything to me as far as life goes Straight in up. general. Like, man, if something gets you down, that's okay. You you know, it's going to happen. You feel those emotions, but you got to bounce back quick. You got to, and that's where, you know, for me, like meditation comes in or fitness comes in, Straight you know, up. having that, having that positive outlet when something is going wrong and, and that, yeah, that's what the girls thing is all about. Yeah. And, and for women, you know, like 
I've kind of, I'm obviously I'm in a, in a career that there's not many women in. Um, and I think that's important for like younger girls to see that that's an option because of all the stereotypes, you look at certain career paths or certain ways of life and you're like, Oh, that can't do that. I mean, I'm a small chick, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. Weights, and, but I'm not, and I'm you fight Amber Jack out there making that shit look easy. <laughs> but that's the thing. And, and to have like a young girl see that, see that I'm look, we're just the same. I'm just as small as you, but you can do everything these men are doing. Mm -hmm. You may not do it the same exact way they're doing it, but we can do exactly. it. Believe that. I mean, exactly. You might have to work a little harder, but believe me, we got this. Exactly. And so it's, it's important to me, you know, cause I was a little girl once. Up. And I saw one female deckhand growing up on a boat I used to fish on. And that, to me, now looking back, unconsciously, that gave me permission to chase my dream. Because yeah. I seen it in the flesh. Like, oh, she doing it, so I can do it. Straight up. And so, yeah, I mean, it's important to me. I'm all, you know, I asked my husband, I am all women. I bought a juice yesterday. I said, oh, look, women own. Straight I mean, up. I'm all for the girls just Straight because, up. you know, sometimes it is hard out there. Sometimes Straight you up. do got to work twice or three times as hard, but that's okay. Straight up. Because we, we're capable of that. We're women. We are capable of a lot. Yeah. No offense to y'all yeah. men, but. Nah, talk your shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's that crap talk. Feel like we have some advantages that get kind of suppressed sometimes Straight just up. because of stereotypes and the way the outlook on the, of the world is on women. So straight up this, yeah. Segment. Women pride, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Yes. Let's this, go, ladies. this segment of crack talks is sponsored by lady luck adventures. You feel me straight up. You know what I'm saying? Let's give it up one more time for that. Shouts out all the women out there, man, for real. But yeah, man, lastly, man, you know, um, you got any shout outs, man, you want to do man. Uh, and, and of course, Leave us with, you know, some positive notes, even though you just broke us down some. Like, you feel, I don't know if you can finesse that one again. I don't know if you got some more in the bag, but, you know, just, just go ahead, man. You have the floor. Well, I shout out, of course, the hubby and silent work. You dig silent this work. quarantine, this silent work been getting us through. You We've dig? been putting our head down no matter what, throwing tires in the backyard because we don't work. have no weights. Silent work. So, Silent work. I shout out on the fishing tip, Lion's Tail Adventures. Um, he's helped me out a ton as far as running Lady Luck goes. And um, Sweetwater, Sweetwater Straight too. Up. Sweetwater been providing that guide beer. Go drink some guide shout beer. Shout out Sweetwater. You did? You know what I'm saying? And other, th other than that, I guess on a parting note, like during this quarantine time, man, just enjoy what you can enjoy like we don't have everything we were used to having but find the good in what you do have because there is some good there and marinate on it like th take this time to be better and and that's it man that's it man i like it um before we get out of here leave your business contacts man you know so the people can look you up and get in touch, you know, whenever we do come out this situation and they could jump in and enjoy that experience. Yeah, so Instagram is Lady Luck Adventure. 
Facebook, Lady Luck Adventures, and then my website's ladyluckadventures.com. So Lady Luck Adventure across the board. Exactly. Everything is Lady Luck Adventures, man. So check her out. Um, I promise you, you will have the best experience ever. You know what I'm saying? And, and I can vouch for that. And um, yeah, that's it, man. This is the Black Aristocrat Podcast, man. We are out. Black Aristocrat shit. This is the Black Aristocrats Podcast. Go listen to it, baby. The Go black listen to it, yeah. The that black is, they are the shit. Yeah, yeah. you need to listen yeah. to them. Seriously. Go listen to it.